0: Hello, everybody, and good, happy Monday! Welcome to this week's edition of the Racing Insiders podcast. I know we had a little uh, hiccup there; our, our, apparently, our stream was frozen up. So here we are, back again. It'll
1: probably happen again.
0: I mean, please don't <laughs> be so negative. I mean, you know, it's it's possible. You know, it's it's possible. We're outside; it's not as easy to control that environment as it is mm-hmm. inside. Um, all the connect, all the equipment is connected up and it's ready to go. So, you know, I can't always help things like noises in the background when we're outside. I can't control this outside environment. So here we are. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So, oh, here we go. Scott's here. Says hi from sometimes sunny California. It's been sunny here and warm and we, yeah, we're like 80 something degrees today. Right? So far, you know, so that's cool. I can i can do that um i'll bet you're a lot happier you're, you're well i mean your your work is a lot more subject to the elements than mine because i have like air conditioning and heat at my office oh yeah so if it's cold you're cold if it's hot you're hot. Mm, yeah but you, you've got to be happier right now
1: yeah right now because it's spring
0: <laughs> hopefully we don't lose too much light too quickly i can see it's getting dim out here um, any questions you guys have, feel free to drop them in. If you're new to the show, we answer tech questions and talk about current events on this show and, and happy to answer any of those things for you guys. Uh, so how how's your week been, Steve? It's Monday. Yeah, but it's been a week since <laughs> the last show. So yeah. um, how's the week been it, it since a, then? It was
1: a week. I mean, I mean, you ask that every week and it's still the same answer. It, it, it was a week.
0: Okay. Well, I have to say that I am very excited because of what you texted me today.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Uh, Elon Musk taking over Twitter. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've been watching that, and, and you happened to hear the news before I did. Yep. And free speech is something that's so near and dear to me. So near and dear that I haven't really been on social media for about two years. It doesn't seem like it because I show up on this show and, you know, it seems like we produce a lot of content, which we do, but I'm not really on me personally. I'm not really scrolling social feeds very much because, and and I don't personally post a lot of stuff on my own channels because of the... who knows? Who knows what could offend somebody anymore? And then my account gets taken down and then it affects all of my business accounts and just can't afford to just can't afford to do it. So I'm just fine. I'll just opt out. So mm-hmm. if I can't post, then it makes it so that I don't really want to scroll either. Right. <laughs> all right. So we got uh, Jeremy's here. He says, Hey, Steve, thanks for all the answers last week over the phone. Our first mm-hmm. race on this fuel was seamless. Thanks to you.
1: Good deal. Glad to hear it.
0: That's great. That's great. I see Danny is here from Lagrange, Georgia. So welcome. And Jim is here. He says, "Hey, you need more beer. Cheer <laughs> up, buddy. It's not that bad." Yeah, it's not that bad. And Cameron's here. He says, "Hi, Kate and Steve. Hope you had a good, great weekend." We did. Actually, saw um, your son yeah, we, racing yeah, on Saturday night for the first time. For
1: the first time this year. So ran third. Mm-hmm. Qualified third. Ran third. So uh, pretty decent improvement over last year. So
0: yeah, absolutely. I, and and i thought everybody raced pretty clean in that race oh, yeah. a lot of times those early races of the season it's you know people tripping over mm-hmm. each other to try to win at the checkered flag on the first lap so yeah. you know you end up with uh um quite a few wrecks oh, yeah, in the first sure. lap so i was really glad to see i mean everybody really kind of held it together yep so, sure. that was so that was good and terry's here from princeton west virginia so welcome welcome and again any questions you guys have Feel free to drop them in the comments. Uh, something else I ask you on a wanna... or
1: don't we can leave early. Well, do you, you want to leave
0: early? I mean, what is it you would rather be do doing? Something. What would you rather be doing than being here right now? I don't know. With all of these fine people,
1: I probably should be working, but I'm not going to because I'm doing the show. So, right there, you go. Like you'd be working at 7 p.m. <laughs> yeah, what oh, happens?
0: yeah not a lot though not on a monday
1: well not on a monday no no because i'm about fed up by the time i leave monday
0: yeah has your phone been ringing all day
1: Mm, wasn't too bad
0: um you know speaking of that stuff of course we something we definitely do kind of report on here is our personal experiences with living in the year of 2022 and supply shortages and everything else um one thing that was i ran across an interesting article has absolutely nothing to do with racing but has everything to do with supply chain and apparently that you've got the big trucking companies that have these contracts mm-hmm. but that there's these spot contracts like all these filler in type thing well of course rising fuel prices but also there's just less um of that going on yeah. so there're less fewer trucks are being hired for those spot deliveries so maybe we're seeing a little bit of easing up i mean they were of course, painting it as like, OK, this is one of those signs of the uh, um, apocalypse or mm-hmm. recession, you know, whatever you want to call yeah. it. But um, Same difference. yeah, it, it pretty much is. <laughs> so the recession <laughs> apocalypse. Uh, but anyway, I just, it was like an interesting side note is that so much of where we've been slowed down has been in the shipping aspect of it, mm-hmm. not just raw materials, but shipping. And so to hear that there's a little bit of easing up on that is I mean, it's good and bad. I don't want. Yeah. I, I just want things to be running smoothly. So anybody else ever wants to chime in on what's going on with your experiences with the supply chain? It's one of those topics that I am incredibly interested in all the time. So I want to hear your thoughts on that. I
1: don't see shit running smoothly for another two and a half years. So.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, um, it's, it, it is possible that we start seeing in two years because then you know, that's when people start shaping up is six well, months and what's going to happen. Right, right. Right. So trying to, you know, actually make people feel like you're giving into any of the promises that they made. Right. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So I get to I get to work today and there are two political signs in the yard. Oh, really? Yes. For who? Madison Cawthorn.
1: Oh, fuck that dude.
0: I know. I, He's a and somebody else. Um, and anybody, so we live in North Carolina and the district we're in used to be Mark Meadows district, mm-hmm. just for reference. And with the redistricting that happened this year, Madison Cawthorn, who is our representative, it, like this district was split because here anybody with an R behind their name is going to win. And rather than running in the district in which he lives, he went ahead and ran in our district. Mm-hmm. So I'm not voting for him. And I'm pretty pissed off that there's a Madison Cawthorn sign in the yard. Yeah. So I'll probably take it down. I would
1: definitely take it down.
0: Yes. Okay. Especially right. when
1: they didn't ask your permission to put the fucking. Well, up, you know certainly. how
0: I feel about that. <laughs> yeah. I just, I mean, I, 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 here I am talking about politics, but. So who
1: was the other side?
0: I don't even remember. Uh, Somebody else I don't know. Some rando. Rando. Like, I don't know. Clerk of court or, or secretary of a something. I don't know. Yeah. um I don't remember, but they're right on the line. And the only reason I know it's a line is because our side is mode and the dollar store next door, There mm-hmm. isn't. I mean, or. Ours yeah. was mowed most recently, right? And so that's where the line is, and
1: right. Yeah, I would take that shit down tomorrow.
0: Yeah, I will. I just I saw this morning. I was irritated, but then I went to work, and then I didn't think about it until I was mm-hmm. leaving. So yeah, yeah, bad deal. All right, here's a question for you, Steve. Mm-hmm. Um, Cameron says, honest question: Super Bowl or regular carb? Have seen some issues with the Super Bowl.
1: Um, I mean, I've always been happy with the Super Bowl. I mean, uh, I think if you got a, uh, you know, certainly if you're running an open engine combination super late model limited late model something like that I, I think it's an absolute must i certainly would not race one without it uh crate stuff i haven't seen it be a 100 percent necessity but i have seen it be a big advantage on like really rough racetracks
0: good good call and uh, now patrick says he's looking at swapping to e85 on mm-hmm. my 604 what would be the be- best choice of carburetor for the money
1: um Honestly, I, I'm always going to refer to, you know, the one my brother's builds, but other than that, you know, David Smith, Stealth, uh, I mean, Willie's, I mean, there's, there's plenty of good ones out there on the market. It just depends on what's, what's in your budget range.
0: Mm-hmm. And honestly,
1: prices of carburetors are fixing to go through the roof. So it's yeah. better to buy sooner than later.
0: Yeah. You don't want to wait. You don't want to wait. Um, price of of aluminum. It pretty much looks like,
1: <laughs> It's if, if
0: anybody's seen that chart, it is a. Uh... Whew. It's
1: a steep curve. Yeah. I was saying last week when the billet aluminum that a lot of us buy our center sections from the company, uh, when their billet aluminum went from $4 a pound to $14 a pound, you know, shit's getting, fixing to get really ugly. Yeah. Yeah. Really quick.
0: Oh, um, I have to give a shout out here. So today I am wearing a shirt from Crazy Dave, the number 27. Crazy Dave sent us shirts. Mm -hmm. And uh, so thank you, Crazy Dave, for a little wardrobe addition. here. Mine
1: didn't fit your other one didn't fit. So you got mine. Yeah. That pretty that much worked out? Out? <laughs>
0: <laughs> so it all works. It all works. And uh, a little thank you, you know, uh, for, for being on the show here. And next up, uh, Tim says, Hey, and Craig is adding to the supply chain mm-hmm. conversation. He says, I own a swimming pool business. It is awful. Uh, it is just awful trying to get supplies, pools, spas and chlorine tabs.
1: Yeah, I would imagine. Yeah. Uh, I think, I think it's going to be every industry. It's not just one particular industry.
0: No. And, and I think it's a multitude of reasons. I, some of it is because the stuff's coming in from overseas Mm -hmm. and some of it is that we lack the raw materials because of the enormous amount of, of, um, demand that's happened in different, different places. And, and Cameron's running a 604, um, a crate 604 uh asking about i mean i'm, I'm just Super
1: i'm just taking a wild guess here but i'm assuming that chlorine tabs are not being produced in the united states they're being produced outside the united states <clears throat> because you know who wants a big old chlorine plant that all of a sudden blows up and kills a bunch of people so
0: well I mean, india sounds
1: like a good place to have it china sounds like a good place to have it because <laughs> yeah. they're willing to kill a bunch of people over chlorine
0: <laughs> well but you know i'm also curious too i you know i got a couple of gallons of bleach in the house and what is bleach but chlorine yeah. so it makes me curious if yeah if, uh, it'd be
1: interesting enough. i would
0: think that that would be produced in the united states i mean obviously I don't, you know. don't know uh it's interesting and oh and tom is here from california he says hey guys looks like alex had a good run this mm-hmm. weekend so your son I did yeah 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 so that was that was good i mean i like to see him out there having fun and and uh and especially just surviving the first race of the year. That's, yeah. I mean, yeah, I guess he, the toughest thing. Yeah. He
1: did a good job. Uh, learned a few things. I think he learned a few things driving wise. So not always anytime you can improve driving wise, it's going to help the car too. So.
0: Oh yeah. Yeah. And you can see it out there on the track. Mm-hmm. So that's pretty cool. Um, oh, uh, actually on that chlorine thing, mm-hmm. Craig says the main plant burned in Louisiana. Mm-hmm.
1: Okay.
0: Wow. Wow. I mean, so many of these factories burning down that we just can't afford to lose. Look at look
1: at all the look at all the food processing plants that have been, you know, hit by airplanes and random shit like that here recently.
0: Crazy or doing in a fire. Well, you know, something that we've got to deal with here in the racing industry was that plastics plant that I think it burned the ground during. Well, I know when it happened, which was that big Texas ice storm. Right. And, and I think that's, but I think mm-hmm. it burned. And then that, that's what drove the plastic prices right. up so far for so a long time. So, yeah, yep. uh, it's a great way to get all of this um, interesting news out here. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, David's got a uh, comment here. I haven't read any of this. Mm-hmm. He says discussion topic with the problems, getting anything crate uh, from GM and then talking things getting worse before better and the price of national Competitive crate motors going to 15,000 plus. So the builder can get three to four sets of heads to find two that flow good enough to be a national more motor. Where do you see all the crate stuff going?
1: I honestly don't know who's getting three to four sets of heads to get to build an engine. If they are, they're a fucking idiot um, because all these heads flow within a, within a certain range. And if they're doing that, they're either, number one, lying to their customer out their ass and charging more money than what they should be, or number two, they're just fucking stupid. Uh, point blank. I mean, that's just how it is. Um, as far as engines, I see a relief in that coming pretty soon. I had one supplier uh, that got two in the other day. I got another supplier that's uh, called me today and said he'll be getting more in. Another supplier saying he'll be getting, like, a essentially a truckload. So I see that as being a relieved deal. Um, As far as $15,000, if somebody's paying that for just the engine only, they're a fucking moron. Um, And, you know, the price of the engines have gone up from GM, not our fault. Um, If a guy still wants us to go through one, you're basically looking somewhere around 9,800 bucks to go through one, and if I'm supplying you the engine. So, like I said, $15,000. Fifteen, sixteen thousand dollars is perfectly within range if you're talking a blueprinted motor out of the box that I'm supplying you with everything to go race, other than a race car. Yeah, engine related, ones. carb,
0: carb headers. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, we've seen this so many times before with <clears throat> the, you know, comments like this. You know, when I would like post an engine on Facebook and and I, I would get well, a lot. You, of get, you, get, you
1: get a lot of people with a lot of bad information. I think to start Agreed. with. Agreed. Yeah. Um, so they're just listening to Joe Blow that just got his new whole complete combination of 15000 I think it's a fucking engine. And that's not the case. Uh, I mean, if it is, like I said, the guy's a complete total idiot for buying one engine for $15,000. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, God, I got a bridge to sell that motherfucker. Well,
0: no, but I, I think, I mean, it, but, you shit. know, sometimes it's just like, it, it's it's a disconnect between what actually comes on the engine. So when we look at a 604 crate, which would be the more expensive of between the 602 and 604, Correct. you know, they don't come with a distributor. They don't have a front drive. They, they don't nothing. have a power, uh, um, a, a water pump, a fuel pump. No. You, you need all the lines that go with it. You need a carburetor, air filter base, air filter, It's It's the whole thing to, go, to it, go
1: race with.
0: You know, it's not comparing. You got to compare apples to apples right. here. So, so yeah. And, oh. Okay, and he says uh that is what I'm saying. Should have been a little more specific, I guess. Yeah. Carb carb to pan yeah. with motor.
1: Yeah, I mean that that's that's not unusual. That's not an unusual price, and it hasn't been for quite some time. Uh just due to the fact that everything is going up in price. I mean, gosh, I mean, we charge 1450 for a billet center section carburetor. I guarantee in the next month or two, they're gonna be closer to two thousand dollars. Not our fault. Yeah, not the supplier's fault. It's Brandon's fault because everything's going out of sight and price.
0: Exactly, it's it's really insane. <clears throat> I was talking with someone today and they and said, you know, hey, I try to have the like fair prices. I don't, you know, race to the bottom mm-hmm. and I'm not the highest. They said, I actually, you've got some really good prices. I'm like, well, I, I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, we've got so many price changes that I can barely keep up. So
1: well, you know, I, I, and I don't
0: I, always get <clears throat> notified.
1: I was talking <laughs> to somebody the other day and <clears throat> I was telling them that uh, you know it used to be. Once a year, for sure, you get price increases of some sort, usually a nominal amount, uh, depending on the product, um, twice a year at the most. We're getting them monthly. Yeah. Sometimes weekly on some some product.
0: It's it's crazy. Um, it's very, very difficult to run a business. I mean, I think the worst part is just that we, we don't spend as much time. We can't spend the time adding value to customers' lives yeah, if like, we're spinning our wheels. No, with, I mean, oh, well. You know, two cents here and 18 cents there. But if we don't change it, then if, they if I take quote, away our dealership. If I dealership. quote a guy on a
1: whole complete engine combination today for, mm-hmm. let's say, 604 late. Month, like, again, I'm supplying you everything but a race car. If I quote you that today, that quote is probably good for two weeks right now. Because something in that combination is going to go up in price.
0: Yeah. and, and Nothing's coming back to No,
1: it. And so when I'm doing that, I'm making sure the customer understands that because I ain't going to eat it. Because <laughs> I'm in business not to lose money, well, so I have that's going to be on the that's going to be on the customers end.
0: Yeah, but,
1: but you know, unfortunately, that's just the nature of the beast right now.
0: Hmm. Okay. So Jason asks, <clears throat> who builds a nice aluminum fan shroud? Um, is not Art?
1: Art Art might Arts radiator. He he may. I I don't know if he's doing shrouds for specific cars or not. I know Carhouse makes a really nice one.
0: Okay. Cool. Uh, and John asked a question. He says, mm-hmm. Steve, what beer would you consider the avgas of beers?
1: Uh, PBR, <laughs> <laughs> old Milwaukee's best, <laughs> somewhere in that range.
0: I can always tell when somebody's been watching the show for a while. Good. <laughs> Good stuff. Good stuff. You know, it's hard to hard to believe that we've been doing this show for almost two years now. Well, no, no. it's been over two years.
1: not so, Yeah.
0: Know. Well, we started. We started, started started during the lockdown is when we started doing this right. show. So kind of kind of fun, kind of crazy. Was our a way to
1: not kill each other because we could like vent to other people rather than each other?
0: Exactly. Yeah. That's <laughs> the, that's the thing. Yep. Yep. So, what are you drinking today, Steve? Just ultra. Visit okay. Mitch. I'm drinking water. Mm. Basicer.
1: Basicer bitch. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, you have beer flavored water. I just have water flavored <laughs> water. That's right. <laughs> uh, okay. I know All it's cold right.
1: though, and it's actually pretty warm out right
0: now. Ooh, Trina's got a a, a comment here. Mm-hmm. She says private equity firms in the racing parts business aren't helping the consumers either. Interesting. Interesting. I don't know enough about the operations and how with um, private equity. So it was interesting because I was looking at doing some stock investing. So it started getting me curious about what racing companies are publicly traded. And it was interesting to see yeah, that, like Edelbrock, that yeah, like Edelbrock used to be publicly traded, but then of course it was brought into private equity with yeah. the whole Compcams deal. So it's, it's interesting. If you've got more to share on that, Trina, I definitely, I find that yeah. just fascinating all the financial stuff. Uh, on the f- shrouds, Brian says, "All Star used to make shrouds." Uh, yeah, I'm not. I mean, I think that they might. Not yeah, sure.
1: They may. Yeah. Depends on when their shipment from Chinese or from China yeah. gets here.
0: Probably. Alan says it's also hard to get parts from the supplier now. Amen. Amen, yeah. brother. Amen. Yeah. <laughs> that is the darn truth for sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I've 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 taken the step of these things that are hard to get. I'm either trying to order it and putting it on my shelf or um nixing it from the website. Yeah. So we're kind of well, it seems it, it seems
1: to all start with the supplier of the supplier of the manufacturer. Well, the raw materials. <laughs> That's what I'm getting. So at.
0: Exactly, raw, raw materials. <laughs> I see William is here saying hi. And Brian says, "Do you think the prices will come back down when materials do or do you think this is the new normal?"
1: I think it's the new normal. I don't I don't see prices coming down. I mean, just think about it. I mean, very rarely do we have price increases and the price gets lowered. I'm talking once every blue moon I've seen this happen and I don't see every product that we're currently paying more than what we were two months ago coming back down at all. It would really surprise me. It would probably take somebody to come in or, you know, I don't know, it'd take a manufacturer of some sort severely undercutting another manufacturer for all the prices to start lowering in that certain realm of what's being bought. (laughs)
0: You know, um, I think it's
1: GM's the, prices certainly won't come down. I'll put it that way.
0: <laughs> well, and I think my take on it is that the suppliers that I've talked with that it, it's not like they're nobody's here is trying to gouge anybody. No, not at all. They're just trying to not lose money is, yeah, is really what that is.
1: That's why I just said that yeah. I can make a quote today, but I'm telling the guys, hey, it's going to go up within two weeks, probably. And I'm not eating it. <laughs> so it's on the end user, honestly.
0: Yeah, but I think I think we have some some items that are just absolutely outsized in price right now. I think aluminum being one of them. And I, I do think that what we'll see is, is it's so inflated right now. And I don't yeah. see that sticking because at some point when your phone stops ringing because you're too expensive, then, then that's a problem. I think we also have lowered demand. Yeah. Um, I I've seen it, you know, cause of course I'm on the front line here selling race car parts and I I know our business is uh, you know not only is business down compared to 2021, but traffic is down as well. So mm-hmm. people aren't even looking, or they're not finding me. Maybe right. Google doesn't like me it anymore. Could, could it's be. hard to say.
1: Could so, be because of this show, and we say bad words and talk about Brandon.
0: It could be. It very well could be. I you know, but I if you're just seeing a very consistent, uh, you know, like if you've got a graph, and then you've got you know the line from last year, and and another line just right below it. And and we're just not having that. I think some people are frustrated and they're going to opt out of being um, a racer. I think I think we're losing quite a few racers. I think we're losing more and not everybody announces their exit. This isn't uh, this isn't like Facebook where I'm so mad. I'm leaving now unless like somebody comes and pays attention to me. You know, people just like they don't announce it. They just fade like, well, you know, it's really expensive. I don't think we'll go racing this weekend. And then before you know it, they're not racing. What is recession? But, um, I did look that up last. Week. It's where reset uh, is where inflation is higher than um, I think unemployment or the
1: uh, well, uh, wages don't increase with inflation. No, so, so like you know when everything is costing <laughs> when you when your dollar goes from if it costs one dollar for something and now all of a sudden it costs a dollar seventy five or or two dollars. Let's gas is a perfect example. Right, you know all of a sudden it doubles in price. But yeah, your but wages don't double in, in in wage, then everything recedes, meaning you're gonna pull back, stop spending money because you're gonna be saving it for what you really need.
0: Well, but obviously, we know we've seen this before that gas prices do come down.
1: Well, gas prices is one of those things that will
0: because it's a commodity. Correct. I just never saw our business as offering commodities before. Yeah, yeah. But if when we have raw materials that are commodities that are used in the production of our of our things. I think some things are going to adjust and come back down. I I think it just really just depends. Uh, I don't think it's gonna be across the board. I think it's gonna depend. You know, some stuff gets too expensive. I'll just I'll find another solution. And you know, we'll go from there. Uh, Oh, um, Alan says that longhorn makes a nice fan shroud. Okay, cool. And Doug says with the price increase, are the tracks going to start offering a bigger purse? And when we left, (laughs) no, 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 and you know what? A challenge. I mean, we all know that racing costs money to do, but at what point is that just so far outsized that it's just it takes all the fun out of it? Oh yeah. Like you and I have talked about, you know, traveling. We both like to travel, but the pain of just getting to wherever you'd want to go is just not been worth even leaving the county. No. (laughs) which sounds terrible. I sound like a total redneck now, but it's true though. But you know, it's fine. You could have fun when you get there, but if it's a nightmare going there and it's a nightmare coming back, it just like ruins the whole experience. So I think that's probably what we're, what we're facing. Is it worth it to go, you know, 25 laps around the track? Is it, is, is all of that worth it?
1: Yeah. I mean, it'll continue to be for a lot of people, but you know,
0: although the shortages I think are going to be the bigger factor. Yeah for sure tell you who's packing them in we'll we'll
1: know more by the middle of summer honestly
0: tell you who's packing them in i saw a clip on tiktok from bowman gray
1: yeah that place place always does
0: that's those stands were packed all the way around and for anybody who's uh, not from this area bowman gray stadium is an asphalt track in winston-salem and i've actually never been there so yeah people go
1: there to Go to a fight to watch a race break out, maybe. Right. <laughs> that's yeah. Why they go there, so.
0: <laughs> yeah, this is the full-on, you know, drivers fighting in the mm-hmm. in, under the flag stand kind of place. Um, but I hear that's fun. And Craig says the recession is going to be about July. I hate to say mm-hmm. it, but I truly believe that. No. Um, you know, I I think you're spot on. That's
1: why I said middle of summer. We'll see what happens.
0: I I can't call the exact date, but uh, something that is just fascinating to me. I mean, all the financials, mm-hmm. all of the all of the financials are very interesting to me, uh, stock market, fed rates, all of that. So I've just been watching it, you know, housing market, you know, yeah. I mean, there's another example. Like those are, those are prices that cannot last. Nope. Because I mean, you've got pintos out there being offered for Mercedes prices. Right. And, and I mean, pintos, there's a lot of trash out there that just is junk, junk, junk. Well, I think
1: the first thing that's going to crash is going to be the used car, used vehicle market. You you got a bunch of people that have paid 34% more than the car's worth. And then they're basically buried in it right now. So (laughs) they got a pile of shit for 33, 30, 24 to 34% more. Can't remember what the actual number was. It was somewhere in that range. And uh, yeah, I I think that'll be the first thing that's going to get ugly. Houses will be come second.
0: So do you think that people will just stop? Paying their car payments and get a oh, boat.
1: I would assume, yeah. You know, like I said, when I mean make a car payment or you know feed your family. What are you going to do?
0: Yeah, I mean, especially mm-hmm. if you bought a car that you couldn't afford. So I'm getting that. Yeah, we I mean, we. One thing that's interesting is we haven't seen. Th-
1: think about the places around here, the buy, buy here, pay here places. Yeah, those are the people who are going to get affected. I agree. Of course, those are technically the people that voted for Brandon. So whatever but uh, no. to, a, to a point but at any rate you know i mean those are the ones gonna oh, get. No, come on affected. those are the
0: hardcore i mean well, we live in a county where everybody's everybody's got like it's it's not an outlier to have like trump flags or bumper stickers no not at stuff. all
1: like i so, said yeah i mean I don't,
0: I don't know that i i think i know like i know two biden voters in this county yeah i know, I know a few yeah mm. well no the third one that wanted to but no neither. but didn't so yeah Yeah, that's all I got. Uh, That's
1: because his boss paid him to vote for Trump.
0: I know. That's (laughs) what I was thinking about. And Brian says, they had a show called Madhouse around Bowman Gray. Mm -hmm. It was pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Bad
1: Bad Brad was the announcer on there.
0: Yes, Bad Brad from From Velocity. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I haven't seen that show. I'll have to see if I can find it somewhere Mm -hmm. on, on the internet. And James says, this bubble will bust. Hold on to your ass when it does. Yep. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah, I mean well, we've been. Welcome I've back been, to
1: 2008.
0: <laughs> well, I've been very cautious, but at the same time, I am stocking my shelves as much as I can because if I don't have it, I can't sell it. Right. If it's unavailable. True. So I I my uh, business strategy is last man standing. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> which means buy the rest of it, and when nobody when everybody else runs out, then you know you've got some. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm a brunette, so I'm used to you know not being picked first. <laughs> <laughs> No, I'm teasing. You know, there's like there's some joke um, mm-hmm. like after the, all the like, what is what does a brunette say at the end of of a night at the bar? Are, are the all the all, all the blondes gone?
1: Right. <laughs>
0: kind of a joke kind of <clears> there, <throat> but yeah, So try to be prepared as much as we can. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Got my emergency food. There you go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's a little bit concerning. I think we're all um, but I but I love hearing everybody else's perspectives and what their thoughts are and how, and, you know, I want to hear from you and how this is affecting your racing. Um, this year, I, I definitely want to hear some perspectives on on how racers are affected by what's going on in the world. Um, okay. So Trent is here. Oh, Trent from Nebraska. Um, he says, um, got two major driveline components for an IMCA stock car ordered and shipped today from two of your exhibitors at the car show this past cool. winter shout out to great insider dynamic Drivelines, and hammond motorsports for trying to keep ahead of the supply chain curve on hard to get racing items Nice. well thank you for that i appreciate that so much it was really cool trent it, he yeah. came down um of course to attend the racing trade show the cars racing show mm-hmm. in january and then the, he flew down the mm-hmm. next weekend for race logic yeah. Yeah, for the Race Logic chassis school, but you know I love seeing that, and yep, that's what we sure. try to do is bring all of that together. We're going to get started on uh, show preparations here pretty soon. We probably should have already started, but yeah. But uh, um, we'll probably get started on that in June and get uh, our exhibitors all signed up. Well, and- part
1: of the problem we're running into right now is, you know, as soon as I hear, hey, we're going to be, we're going to have a shortage on six hundred four gasket sets, for instance, which has been a thing. I'm buying them from everywhere I can possibly buy them. So now I got like an ass load of them came in today, that kind of thing. Hey, we're going to be short on rings for 602s and 604s again, which that's happened already. And that put a big kink in the works for everybody last year. And so now I've got like 20 sets of each on the shelf. So I'm like over buying to be able to still produce.
0: Well, it's the, it's the, it's the of. straight up toilet paper concept that we had in
1: it 2020
0: is. that there's going to be a toilet paper shortage. So what does everybody do? Yeah. They go out and buy two to three times as much as they would have normally right. bought.
1: Same with spark plugs. You know, I got like a freaking butt load <laughs> ass ton of freaking spark plugs right now because yeah, you know, you hear, Oh yeah, they're going to, they're not going to make them anymore. They're, you know, they're going to be shorted. There's going to be another shortage and it's just crazy shit. So I'm like, that's that's the only thing still driving the economy is everybody's scared to death that they are not gonna be able to get a hold of something so they're over buying yeah well they can get it and,
0: and stocking up i mean that's yeah but you know if, if that I, wasn't the
1: case then you know everybody everything be dead right now
0: well but if i hadn't and i mean the thing is i tried to stock up i've been starting to stock up since june of 2020. Mm-hmm. that was when i was like yeah this is this this is not a pause button this right. is going to be a problem and that's when I started really ramping up into the inventory. Yep. But any it, it's not like that inventory lasted for two years. No, you know, no it, it
1: doesn't.
0: <laughs> and, and I just would have to move my curve to buy sooner mm-hmm. um, than I would before. Okay. Oh, Debbie is here from Newsom. So Yay. we were just talking about... Uh, yep. Well, you didn't actually mention, but of course, Newsom Raceway Parts is one of yep. our suppliers. Exactly. For sure. All of our RGM stuff, they... Debbie gets to write my invoices and charge my card. For... And they,
1: they just got two 604s in, which I already referred two people to come buy them. But
0: I oh. don't know if they
1: have yet or not.
0: Oh, really? Yeah. I mean, because I have one on order right now. Right. I've had it on order for, I mean, so they don't have an overstock of them. You
1: better take that up with Debbie. <laughs> or Tim. Or
0: Tim. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Tim would have
1: been the one that took the order.
0: Yeah. Um, Alright, James has a question. He says, Steve was told by Tech Man, man I could use CHP mm-hmm. but not E85. Question is how much is it to gain swapping? How much is it to be gained from swapping from a Kali 600 on 93 pump gas to CHP and a 650 um,
1: HP? Jet, it's always a ton of torque. So I don't care whether it's a 602 or a 604. You're probably between pump gas and CHP, you're probably looking at Again, this is between the two engines, so you're looking anywhere between probably 20 to 30, 35 foot-pounds worth of torque on the bottom end. Uh, Top end horsepower-wise, on average, you'll see about 10 more on either application.
0: Nope. Oh, and Debbie says yeah, it's a smart thing to do right now. Maybe on whatever you order is maybe going to be on back order. Yeah, exactly. Next week.
1: Exactly. It's, it's <laughs> and, and she's just, working on it. <laughs> it's just stupid. <laughs> and the bad, again, it's not the supplier's fault. It's the, no, no, the, no, no. The, the, and it's not the, probably not the manufacturer's fault. It's the damn, you know, the supplier of the manufacturer, or the supplier of the supplier of the manufacturer's fault. And, <laughs> and it's probably not even their fault because they just can't get the shit or produce it so. well
0: there's so many links in that chain
1: it is it, you know when
0: we talk about a supply chain you know and like last year you know you when you guys couldn't get rings
1: mm-hmm.
0: or maybe it was the year before there was last some, year. there was a piece that was made in italy and italy was still in lockdown or that was maybe when the lockdowns
1: well no what, it, what ended up happening is is the ring manufacturers over here could not get material so the rings are actually produced here okay um so they could not get material so gm actually ended up going to europe and buying the material which is why the ring prices went up because oh. more expensive material so rings automatically go up in price but mm. that's the only way they were able to produce rings because they got the raw material from uh europe rather than i don't know mexico or china or the hell else they we getting
0: right yeah that 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 makes sense um, Craig says, and just a shout out to you, Kate, I have gotten four sets of six of two valve springs, never, ever an issue. They were $99 last time I needed a set. Yeah. I can't remember if that's what they are right now, but I don't think they are. <laughs> I, <might laughs> I, think have I, might, I think I might've gone up on price, but, but thank you so much for the shout out. You know, we're not trying yeah. to, you know, catch no. anybody. And, and Debbie, um, adds on, you know, let's go Brandon. That's yeah. Amazing. We are, we <laughs> are big. Let's go Brandon fans here. Yeah, there, lies,
1: <laughs> there lies the problem.
0: Yeah. <laughs> agreed agreed yeah it you know it's if we don't have hope well but now we do have hope i think this is with uh elon musk buying twitter i think it is the start of a new tide i think the tide is going to turn or at least it's a big turning point as far as i'm concerned just
1: just before the show here me and me and our friend ryan were texting back and forth with each other and he started researching a little bit of this and you know like china Mm -hmm. owns part of tesla and then apparently the bank that ended up going in with Musk to buy Twitter, China owns part of that. So we'll, we'll see. He's like, Ryan, Ryan, Ryan's a little bit pessimistic. So Ryan's he, always he's, pessimistic so Anything he China
0: owns everything. So he's,
1: he's thinking conspiracy, not conspiracy theory. He's thinking like, you know, Trojan horse kind of thing. But like I said, like I told him, I'm like, it cannot be any worse than the liberal, you know, soundboard bubble that twitter is currently you know cuz all they do is just bounce the same shit back and forth between each other and agree on it.
0: So. I agree, but like you can remember back to the 80s and where we were afraid that Japan owned everything because Japan was booming right. back then and Japan owned most of Hawaii. Yeah. Well, the truth is China owns more of our currency than about anybody else. Right. Um because it is the our currency is what backstops their currency. So you could clearly you could actually say that Uh, China is a big investor or a big owner of of, uh, America. So uh, so I only take it so far.
1: I'm more concerned with Bill Gates owning most of the uh, farmland in the United States right now. Oh
0: my God. Did you see that controversy (laughs) last week with Bill Gates?
1: Where Elon was like trashing him?
0: Well, you know why he trashed him? Mm -mm. Because Bill Gates, after earnings came out with Tesla which they absolutely beat numbers. Mm-hmm. Bill Gates was short in the stock. Oh, shit. And if he's shorting it, you know, that's going to put in downward mm-hmm. downward pressure and, you know, trying to lower the lower the price mm-hmm. kind of a, you know, Elon's all like, you know, kind of dick move. You yeah, know, I like
1: how He he showed the showed a picture of Bill Gates. And then the like the pregnant man emoji.
0: Bill Gates in a blue shirt, shit. and it looks just like the why oh, there's a pregnant man. Okay. Um, All right. Trina's got some great comments. She says, I spent a lot of time keeping track of the companies that basically started out of a garage and kept it in the family. Oh, thank you. Because I'm very interested in that. I just won't buy anything manufactured from private equity. I support Brodex, Allpro, Iski, Ross Pistons, Cometic, Dyers, and so on. Just like many brands that you sell on your website, I'd rather make the companies that work hard to stay in it on their own. It just seems like when the companies get bought out and managed by people who can care less, the quality goes down, and um, and that that's all and I we have, have seen that,
1: that firsthand. Account.
0: Well, yeah, because they're just not as not as Um, there's not, there's no investment in the company. There's no blood, sweat, or tears. No, it's, it's hard when you just buy the thing.
1: No, there, there's an oil manufacturer that I had a really good relationship with oil and fuel manufacturer and they got bought out by a company that just never had anything to do with either, either product. Mm -hmm. And as soon as they got bought out, prices went through the roof. Shit. Anyways. Yeah. I I won't go there. I don't want to name names, but yeah, I went to shit.
0: Yeah. You know, and it's a, it's a challenge. I mean, when you've got a business and if you don't have anybody in the family that can take it over, what do you do? You You know, it's a, and it gets so big and, um, but you know, I've, I've found that even just hiring employees, I mean, employees will never know what it was like, where I was up till three o'clock in the morning, every night, scraping away, learning how to do website stuff and Mm -hmm. getting back up at eight or nine o'clock in the morning and answering the phone and just trying to, you know, every bit of like my soul that I left on the table right. for those, for those years. And, you know, I know that, but it, it'll be hard to ever communicate that
1: yeah. to anybody else. Well, and, and, and you know,
0: the hard times you've been through yeah, as well. It's the
1: same, same thing with, you know, our family business. I mean, shit. Mm-hmm. My parents started in 1976 and I went to work for my dad when I was 12, full time, you know, the day I graduated high school at 17 so or day after (laughs) and uh you know been in it ever since so yeah i mean the is but you you can't you know you can't like uh that can't be passed along to anybody i mean it can i mean like my son you know stuff like that but you know the the struggles that you go through to get to where you are today for instance i mean that that can't be express. So if I ever decided, or it wouldn't be just me, it would be my mom, my brother, myself. But if we ever decided to, Hey, we're going to sell the business, you know, odds are somebody's going to come in and just trash the place, honestly, and the name and everything else. So,
0: yeah. Yeah. Maybe... It makes it t- uh, tough when you're, you, you're so tied to it. Yeah.
1: Nobody's got any, what do you call it? Um, heart invested in it.
0: Well, you are <laughs> looking at it from yeah. a pure
1: financial standpoint rather than a you know, heart and soul standpoint.
0: Well, and my business would be far more commodity-like, right? you know, l- less tied right. to, to a brand. I could you know, train somebody to do that, be a little bit different. So just, it, but it's an interesting conversation. And I, you know, one thing I'm really grateful for, and I've said it for a long time, is how many of the companies that we deal with are American companies with American made, um, American manufacturing um, for you know, for the actual well, one, of the, one
1: of the things that we try to do. I mean, there are products on there that you have to sell that are not, but uh, you're not, you are that's... not
0: going to buy an electronic. No. Period. In this country, no matter what application without it coming from China Correct. or overseas somewhere. Yeah, exactly. That's just not made here. Um, or at least the components. And, and there, Yeah,
1: there could be components of other products too. But...
0: Right, right. Sometimes you have to make a decision and like just works.
1: <laughs> I remember back in the day, We had our auto parts store in Santa Cruz, California. Oh, I know this story. (laughs) And uh, so we sold, uh, you know, performance. It was actually a speed shop. So we sold performance auto parts. I mean, not just, you know, go down and, you know, get a starter for your Kia. I'm talking like, you know, holly carburetors and MSD shit. And I mean, you name it, we sold it. It was all high performance stuff. Headman headers, whole nine yards. And uh, so that had like a whole like a whole wall full of air cleaner, uh, air cleaners. And a lot of it was Moroso stuff. And right in the box, man, it's like giant made in the USA shit. And this dude comes in one day. I'll never forget this guy comes in. He's like, he's like, yeah, I want to buy an air cleaner, but it has to be made in the USA. I'm not buying no damn Chinese or Taiwanese shit. Dad's like right there. That's exactly what you need. Guy gets it, buys it. About an hour later, he comes back. He's like, this piece of shit's made in Taiwan. Dad's like, bullshit opens the box up pulls the damn air cleaner out el- or pulls the air cleaner housing out and right on it's got a made in taiwan sticker and dad's like what the fuck he ends up calling moroso and they're like yeah the box is made in the united states well
0: <laughs> you have to watch out for that it's kind of like
1: yeah.
0: you know i mean, i guess we could call it um american washing. of course
1: he refunded the guy's money and was like of course, yeah. i'll try to find one but he couldn't damn find one
0: <laughs> well you know there's something you know i came from you know <laughs> uh the sustainable green building industry and i know i know that you always love that part but there's something called greenwashing, where you know all of these things that you say about green that it's just fake you know mm-hmm. like like john Kerry, the climate czar flying around in a private jet that's yeah. green washing right. you know that exactly. oh yeah oh i bought carbon credits no <laughs> you know oh wow the box is made in the united states i exactly. think we should call it like american washing or something right. Yeah. So,
1: that, yeah, that's exactly what that was. But, anyways, I'll, I'll never forget that. And anytime I want something made in the USA, I don't just look at the box, I look at the product. I run that that day.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It was just, I remember when I was a kid, and a lot of the toys would be like made in Taiwan mm-hmm. and interesting. Um, but that how that changed over the oh, yeah. course of time, whoever's the lowest, lowest bottom dollar there. Mm-hmm. Now Mike says he's switching to CHP was the best move we ever did. Mm-hmm. Just can't get it from crate insider. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. I know I sold fuel for a little while, but it's big, it's heavy. There's zero margin in it and people undercut yep. you every venture. And I run a professional business. So mm-hmm. that's why there's enough fuel suppliers out there that, yeah. um, I don't need to be upside down in, in a product. I'm not trying to gouge anybody, but if I don't have profit, I don't have a business. So, so, uh, so that's why I don't sell CHP anymore.
1: (laughs) And neither do I, I mean, I don't sell any fuel.
0: No, no, but I used to have it in your shop, but you guys have a forklift and all that stuff. So.
1: No, I've got customers, I've got customers where when we order fuel, I'll order fuel for them Mm -hmm. and then just pass along a good price to them.
0: Cool. Cool. Maybe give me some fuel jugs next time I can put some fuel jugs on the shelf. Um, anyway, totally different subject here. Uh, Brad says, I just bought a new 602. Is there a build date that the earlier problems have been fixed?
1: Um. Yeah, I've actually got that at the shop. Um, gosh, just off the top of my head. Anything basically, let's see, what's. this is the fourth month. Anything from uh, essentially into January No, I'd, I'd say February I February would be safe I'm just quoting me off the top of my head anything from February forward they fix the uh, uh the uh, oil drain back hole issue and you know s- several of the other issues that was had a problem with those that engine uh, 602 is like the most current ones now they actually come with race bearings in them and stuff like that so they've essentially fixed most of those issues um We have run into a complete and total rampant rash of problems with rods and pistons to where like the wrist pins are pressed halfway through and it's a total mess, but we're still taking them all the way apart. I'll put it that way. Okay. Um, And I would still recommend, even if you do no machine work to one, even if you just take it apart, check it or have a guy take it apart, check it. If it checks fine, put it back together as is. Uh, I would at least do that because... There, there's a number of little small issues such as wrist pin issues and stuff like that, that need to be addressed if you're unfortunate enough to have one of those engines.
0: Yeah. That's interesting. You know, I, I wonder if there was just a big, well, there were, we know there was a turnover in the workforce because these were assembled in Mexico before Correct. and then bringing them back. It doesn't really matter where, um, where that, whether it was moved there or moved here, just you get the new guy um, who thinks he's doing a good job. But there's a lot of components that go into an engine. Right. And be hard to it hard hard to look at a diagram well, the, on day one. Six
1: oh twos and six oh fours are production line built engines. Right. Uh, like five twenty-fives, you got a lot better shot with those because th- those are actually hand built. So Okay. Not production line built.
0: Right. Right. Makes sense. So good good information. Good information
1: there.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, like you said, uh to Pippi down here. He's, yeah, he's like stalking
1: he, around when he can, like invade the show. Probably. Yeah,
0: yeah. But we're about ready to wrap it up here, Picky. So, so I think we are about ready to wrap it up. And do you have any uh, any other thoughts to leave people with for the week? I do not. I do not either. <laughs> other than ready, ready for me to do my outro. I guess. Okay. All right. I ready. just wanted to make sure if there was any final thoughts. No, don't have any other questions? Nothing more. Well, I want to thank you all. For wait a the-
1: minute. No wait, never mind.
0: He does this to me all the time. Anything else? Okay. I don't think so. All right. Well, I want to thank you all for. Wait a minute. You get to do the outro now. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I'll let you go now. So <laughs> I'm ready to go home and I don't know, watch Netflix. <laughs> 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 since, their, since their stars crashed, people <laughs> have some good shows on now. <laughs> at any rate go
0: ahead oh right uh, yeah so you know I, for obviously anybody the the joke being that uh netflix the reason they said their 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 subscriber base was down is because people are sharing passwords and yeah and truth is you know it's funny i don't think with um like disney plus or any of these i don't think you really have a, a limit because i've never gotten kicked off of any other of my streaming services I, I have no idea but that's netflix not the, I have. the it's not it's not at all <laughs> uh, it, it really isn't it's a weak 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 excuse just own it that you were just yeah. not doing as good of a job and we spent too much money exactly just own that yeah. but all right well we're not on netflix but where we are on is on youtube on facebook uh, both of those are the crate insider channels or you can listen to our podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. I think our podcast viewership has increased since we moved over to Spotify, uh, so that's pretty exciting. And we are should be on the Apple, iTunes, Google Play, all of those. Just look up Racing Insiders podcast if you want to. If you're watching the video but want to listen to the podcast, you like a, like to listen to a show like this, or vice versa. If you want to join us live, we are now going for our summer hours, 7 p.m. Mm-hmm. Mondays, uh, 7 p.m. Eastern time. And in the meantime, I want to thank you all for being here. Thank you so much for being part of the show and look forward to seeing you next week. Have a great week.